Peace. Peace be multiplied. All right. There is a great book in the New Testament that is written to a woman. Some people say there's two. No, one is written about a woman. This is written to a woman. And for some of you all that use commentaries, some of the theologians say that it was a church. Some say it was a woman, a godly woman, a chosen woman. Chosen woman. So today we're going to talk about a chosen woman. One of the things that has hurt us in this country or in society is God created a place for women. Amen? And that was to, of course, be a wife and to be a mother. Isn't that right? And society added something to it. Now she's a wife, mother, and an employee. And a good thing that is for women because I would just be the two things that God asked me to be. And you would have to get a job to do what you're supposed to be doing. My daughter, who they say is a lot like her father, sat down with her husband and told him, they've been married 20 years now, told him how much she was worth. And she homeschools, so she put the teacher's salary. She's a wife, she put that salary. And she's a mother, she put that salary and handed it to him. And he figured out that he couldn't get a job to pay her and take care of things, so she is a stay-at-home mom and doing an incredible job. The burden that is put on women in this country is unbelievable. Come on, y'all can say amen. And they are very special people. Timothy talks about a grandmother and a mother. The book of Timothy talks about a grandmother and a mother, Lois Eunice and grandmother, I can't think of the name now. And then Ruth talks about her, it's a situation of a mother-in-law who she followed. Said, no, I'm not going home to my family. I'm staying with you. And my God will be your God and my people be your people because of the power that the mother-in-law had in her life. So sometimes you may not be able to get it in your biological family, but you can find a God woman somewhere and they can be your spiritual woman. John, the oldest disciple, who had seen a little bit of everything, wrote in the first epistle, excuse me, the second epistle of John, and he done something that is incredible to me. He talks about, and you can go ahead and read, listen what he says here. Go ahead, please. He says in verse 1, the elder unto the elect lady. Now listen to me. It is you somebody special. Come on, everybody look at me. Man, well, you somebody special when somebody can talk about your character and not use your name. He didn't call her by her character, but he used, I mean her name, he called her by her character. Let me explain it for some of you all that's looking at me like I don't know what I'm talking about. Let me tell you me. 
My name is Johnny Fields, all right? If God would come and say, Johnny, I want to call you. You want me to call you by your character or by your name? I would probably do like this. <laughs> call me by my character. Because <laughs> I don't know what he might say. Well. Because you somebody special when he can call you by your character and not by your name. Because your character is who you are when nobody's watching. Your character is who you are in the dark. And he was able to call this woman by her character and, by, and not by her name. That means she was very special. And there's a lot of you in here, you see, and, and you know, there's a whole lot in character. And you, but this is a special, special woman. Now, you need to hear what I'm saying. She is so special. And you need to ask yourself today, ladies, could you be called by your character? Or would you be preferred to be called by your name? Well, well if you'd be preferred to call by your name, that's okay. Then you need to work on your character. So, that, so that, that's what the whole thing's about here. And I mean, uh, uh, the elect uh, lady, I mean, that is special. And that means? Elect is endowed with special advantages or gifts of nobility. So, I mean, this is a special person. And there are some in this room. The, yes, they are. There are some in this room. There are some women in this room that could be called, I know some of them could be called by their character. You wouldn't have to call them by their name. They wouldn't be afraid to be called by their character. That's right. Then there's some in here probably be a little bit nervous if he was called by their character, right? And come on, since it's Mother's Day, but I want to make it even here. There are some men in here would rather be called by their name than by their character. Come on, men, say amen. You see? But the key to it is here, this, this, this apostle here, John, this old, he's at the end of his life here, and he's able to find somebody. Because, see, here's the thing. Everybody wants to say everybody's got, no, there's somebody doing it right. Yeah, there's somebody doing it. There's some women that will stand on their character. They wouldn't be afraid for God to come and, and talk to them and call them by their character and not use their name. And then there's some that would use want my name. Use my name, please. Use my name. That's what my mama named me. Because my character is who I am. And in the NIV, NIV it says, it says a chosen lady. She was a chosen lady. I mean, this is special. And there are some special ones in this church. And I've had some special ones in my life. I'm married to one. That's right. That's right. Amen? That's right. All right. And, 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 and thank God she was chosen and asked why. She's the reason I'm here. That's right. That's right. I was following, like, men, you know how we follow women? We got something on our mind. Come on, I'm going to talk to Travis because he knows me. You know, we follow, we follow, had something else on my mind. I'm following her. I look up, she done led me into church. <laughs> Not what I intended, but she was a chosen lady to get me where I need to be so you all could have a pastor on this day. That's right. So there are some chosen ladies. All right, here we go. Again, we talk about a woman of nobility, which a noble woman is the quality or state of being noble in character. And we have some in here. We have some in here. And I'm pleased to know some. We got right here in this church, we have some. All right? Are you a chosen woman? Which chosen is selected to do or receive something special. And God has chosen some women 
to do and, and to deal with special things. And sometimes he has chose you to do something special because it's going to benefit somebody else. Come on, ladies. I was up there listening to that young man read with that preacher's voice. I said, I'm going to keep my eye on that brother. Uh, yeah, he got that deep preacher's voice, a young man, right? But we have these young men in this church, and there's a lot of young men in this church that are in this church, and they serve in this church. And, and fortunately for that young man, he has mama and daddy. But some of the others in here just got mama. And mama led him. And it's one of the things that bothers me, that sometimes you don't know who your mama is. And you need to respect your mother. You see, for one reason, you ought to be grateful that God chose her to be your mother. Come on here. All right? Chosen is also one who is the object of divine power. And see, a woman that is the object of divine power, and, and, it, and it's all over our society when we look at it right now, especially a sports person like me. I listen to all these sports, and one of the things that bothers me all the time is when somebody wins an award or they, they win a game, they want to say, thanks, Mom. Very few people have daddy in their lives. Come on, that's just real. But it's mom. I can't think of the guy's name today. Uh, I can't think of his football. He won Dancing with the Stars. I can't think of his name. Somebody can come up with it. And he's just retired. He's a running back, I think. That, no, no, no. Wait, last year. Last year. Last year. Last year. But I'll tell the story. And he was on a talk show. And he's 33 years old. And they were joking with him, never been married, no kids out of wedlock, handling his money. And they asked him what the first thing he'd done, of course, he's bought his mother a house, a nice house, not one of those ones. And they asked him what was he going to do on Mother's Day. And he named the church he was going to be at. They're going to, him and his mother are going to be the speakers at the, at the Baptist church this morning. But he was so grateful for him. And he said this, Brother Trevor, he said he thanks his mother for everything he'd done. And he said, well, you don't have children in your plan. He says, right now, I'm doing everything I can to be a role model for my nephews. But mother, it was his mother that sacrificed to get him there. And sometimes, thank you. Thank you. That's his name. Right. Great guy. We need more people like that. But the first thing you need to do. Thank you, Mama. And sometimes, can I say this? You love me? Women, you say yes. And sometimes it's a, it, it is a tragedy that we've put so much on you, the load on you. And you are some loving, kind people. Because if I'd done all you done, and somebody gave me some roses, I'd probably throw them back at them. <laughs> this all I get. Come on here. Do you know what your mother's greatest gift for you would be? Is to get saved. You want to give her a gift, get saved. Uh, live like you were raised. You see, see, when I get grown, I don't want to go to church. You were raised in church. And God gave you a gift. You need to give that gift back by saying, Mom, I'm going to get saved. That's the greatest gift you can give a mother. Because this is a special lady. This is a God woman. All right. And the voice says, John talks about a lady chosen by God. And a lady is a woman of refinement and gentle manners. And this is what we, we I like to see ladies. There's nothing more beautiful than a lady. We don't. 
You see, I know maybe y'all ain't seen nothing lately. Are you blind? You ain't looking somewhere, right? Let's do this again. There's nothing more beautiful than a lady. Amen. All right. We, we love that. I, I love, I think, the, the, the ex, I mean, the first lady, uh, Miss Bush, President Bush's wife, the old President Bush that passed away. You talk about a lady. She lived very, a great life, and she died with dignity. That's right. As a lady. Raise your hand at 30 minutes, please. I'm talking to Isaac. Pastor, a lady is also a noble woman. A noble woman. Noble. There's nothing more beautiful than a noble woman. What you buy is not what you should wear. That's right. Who you are and your character is who you should wear. You see what I'm saying? You can't be, there ain't nothing more beautiful than a noble woman. You see, and it doesn't, and her zip code doesn't determine who she is. Do you understand what I am? Her character determines who she is. Do you understand? There's a, what we call the ghetto, uh, poor people. I've seen that raggedy dress have more character than somebody that lives uptown. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right. You, see, you, see, you see, you see, can I say it? And some of you all spiritual get with me. Who you are is when you strip naked. That's who you are. It's when you strip naked. Not what you have on. But when you have, but that this lady was special. She was the select lady. She was noble. She was chosen. She was a lady. That's a beautiful thing. There was a song once by a, by a singer. I used to love this. And some people in here are this. Once, twice, three times a lady. And a lot of people didn't know he wrote it for his grandmother and his mother and his wife. And, and, and there's some people in this, in this room, probably all of those things. They're once, twice, three times a lady. It's a beautiful song. It has a beautiful meaning. And God has got us in the midst of some of these, and we should honor them more than once a day. But since it's Mother's Day, we'll do that today. But we love you. And we we, we, we not only love verbally, we love you from our heart and our spirit. I mean this message I'm giving today. That's right. You say, I mean this message I'm giving today. If it wasn't for the women, the church doors would be closed. Come on here. That's right. All right. John goes on to say to this lady and her children, whom I love in the truth. And he says, I love, that, listen, this woman is so powerful. We'll say she's a widow, so we won't embarrass some folks. She, 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 her love was so powerful, it affected her children. That's powerful. She said, not only to you, but your children. And it, it, is a, it is a good thing, but it's a bad thing because there's so many men have left the children and the mother has to be everything to them and they don't have a father to teach them the truth. But thank God that we have women that are wanting to take over the role and say, I'll do the best I can through the power of the Holy Spirit and I want to raise my children that they'll be children that will believe in the gospel and in the truth. You can clap if you want to. And many of you sitting in here know what I'm talking about. Some of you all live what I'm talking about. And we're grateful for that. Do you understand? You're looking at a man here that God has taken to make a pastor, and I've never even seen a picture of my father. And my name is Johnny Chesterfield Jr. And I wanted to take that junior off. Where are you at? Do you understand? But Pearly Sullivan done the best she could to get me where I needed to be. And I'm grateful. Am I doing all right? 
All right. John says, not only I, but also all they that have known the truth. See, anybody else that knows the truth, they know her. You know Miss Sally. She raised them kids, and she raised them grandkids, and she would get your child. That's right. Yeah, because she was about the truth. We don't have that anymore because folks get mad at you if you get disciplined their children. But some of us remember that the, you, know, you didn't want the, the lady to get you because she's going to be right. That's right. When she told your parents she was right. You see? All right. You see, in those, see, it, when I grew up, they had nosy neighbors. Come on, old folks up in here. And parents wanted nose, they loved nosy neighbors because nosy neighbors are keeping an eye on you. That's right. All right, come on. That's right. He says in verse 2 that for truth's sake, which dwelleth in us and shall be with us forever. That's what she taught us. Some of the things my mother taught me. I live today. Because the truth is the truth anyhow. Heaven and earth will pass away, but the truth will always stand. That's right. You see? All right, keep going, please. Grace be with you. Mercy and peace from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and love. He's telling her, I want you to have all this. I'm letting him read this because I don't want to be here long. we got some other stuff to do. Because actually we could have stopped back then. But because this is my gig, I'll go on and give you, you know, give you your money's worth. You ought to pay tithes and give a good will offer. All right. All right, here we go. <laughs> He says in verse 4, I rejoiced greatly that I found of thy children walking in the truth. He said one of the greatest things is, is when I looked at your children and saw your children walking the same way you walked. You see, that's called a learned behavior. That's because they've been taught something. And he was excited about it. He said, man, I know that's Miss Sally's children. Somebody said, because they walk like her. They act like her. They talk like her. They have the same discipline she has. They're obedient like her. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right. He says that we have received a commandment from the Father, and now I beseech thee, lady. I love that. He keeps calling her what? Lady. You see, people don't even know what that is anymore. I've never even heard the word lady. But the greatest, this apostle says lady. She's a lady. In the times that we're living at now, the sickening times that we're living at now, how the men have diminished that by abusing and using women, it is a tragedy. It's a tragedy. Men, we need to get it in our hearts and start treating women like they're ladies. Ladies need to start acting like they're women act like they're ladies because some things people treat you the way you teach them and you need to be able to say what did I say last week what's a full sentence what's a full sentence what's a full sentence that was our sermon last week no I don't do that I'm a lady and I'm not going to accept anything less than a gentleman Boy, all right. Didn't get much out of that. 
You ain't supposed to do the best you can. You're supposed to give, let God give you what he can. That's right. Y'all can plot on that. Because some of you done the best you could. You see, what, how did that work for you? If you hang in there, God will send you the right person. Yeah, he will. That's right. All right, let's go. John goes on to say that not as though I wrote a new commandment unto thee, but that which we had from the beginning, that we love one another. Real love is mama. First person that ever took care of you was who? Who changed them diapers? Who carried you for nine months? When you cried at night, who was there? That's right. Now, it takes real love. Because I've seen it. The birth of child. See, somebody gave me that much pain, I wouldn't want to change nothing. Amen. Come on here. Yeah, it takes real love. That's right. Come on. He goes on to say that in verse 6, and this is love, that we walk after his commandments. And this is the commandment. That as ye have heard from the beginning, ye should walk in it. Said so this is love. Is that what you heard in the beginning? Walk in it. Some of you in here, you know your mama taught you better. You need to live up to that. Now, and I mean that. Some, you know you were taught better. You need to start living better. Don't embarrass your parent. Don't embarrass mama. Mama done a whole lot to get you where she, you at. The least you can do is to be obedient and love her. Yes, and give back. That's right. And sometimes respect for her, but respect for yourself. That's right. And, and honor God. Amen. That's all she's asking. That right, mothers? Amen. All right. He says in verse 7 that for many deceivers have entered into the world. Now, listen to this here. He, first of all, he praises her, but he said, you've got to keep watch out. Keep watch. You've got to keep watch because, see, when you do a good thing, ladies, look at me. I'm going to call for you. When you do a good thing, Satan wants to destroy it. When you raise your child right, Satan wants to destroy it because his job is to kill, to steal, and to destroy and so, so John here is telling her, now, he's, he's told her about the good things, but he's saying, but keep watching. All right? He says, these deceivers who confess not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, this is a deceiver and an antichrist. And, and he's saying, be careful because you got some antichrists. And I know sometimes, everybody look at me, some, ladies, you love me? Sometimes you get lonely, but don't bring an antichrist in your house. He's saying, don't bring a non-believer in your house. Don't bring an antichrist in your house. He says, you've worked too hard. Don't bring anybody in to destroy that. All right. John says, look to yourselves that we lose not those things which we have wrought. Don't lose. Look at me. Don't lose who you are. Don't lose who you are. Don't let nobody take that from you. Don't let nobody steal your principles. Don't let nobody steal your morals. Don't lose who you are. Tell them I'd rather be sitting at home in a rocking chair rocking with my dignity. Huh? Than to lose who I am in Christ. Huh? All right. 
He says, but that we receive a full reward. And he says, when I do this right, I get a what? And I'm looking for, I may not get everything in this life. But if I do it right the way God would have me to do it, I'm going to receive a full reward. That's right. I may have to suffer. Yes, I may have these kids by myself, and I was left by myself. But I'll go through the suffering because if I do it the way God would have me to do it, one of these days I'm going to get a full reward. And I'm not looking for a temporary thing. I'm looking for something permanent. And that's going to be a full reward. Because, see, see, when you got that full reward, even on this plane, you can look in that mirror and say, no, I've done it. Because I know some parents in here. See, kids sometimes will go crazy, even though you raised them right. But you can look in that mirror and say, son done wrong, daughter done wrong. But one thing I know, I gave them everything they need. I gave them the tools to be a Christian and to walk a Christian walk. And I know I'm going to get a full reward. That's right. You see? So I don't care how my kid acts. I've done it right. My reward's not coming from him or her anyway. It's coming from here, and it'll be a full reward. All right. He said, whosoever transgresseth, transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. And if you're not coming in my house and you're not going to be around my children unless you've got that. Keep reading. I've got three, four more scriptures and I'm good. You, am I doing all right? Yes. Men, you love me, men? Amen. Because you want your sons and daughters to live like this. Right. All right. He said, if there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, hmm. receive him not into your house. You ain't coming up in here. You ain't coming up in here. You see, I'm in the pulpit, so I'm a, you ain't coming up and bringing that up in here. I'll say mess. Is that good? I can say mess. We ain't bringing that mess up in here. I done worked too hard with my children. I done worked too hard to get my life together. You are not bringing that up in here. That you fine, but you ain't on time. In here. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right, here we go. Two more scriptures, I think, right? Pastor, you know what he says? All right, let's go. He says, bid him Godspeed. Bid in Godspeed. See ya. Don't want to be you. Go in Godspeed. All right. For he that biddeth him Godspeed is partaker of his evil deeds. So you're going to take that with you. You take that and your evil deeds with you. There's only one thing I know is you up out of here. Work too hard. Sacrifice too much. Gave up too much to lose what I've done. That's right. All right. And John says, having many things to write unto you, I would not write with paper and ink, but I trust to come unto you and speak face to face that our joy may be full. He, this is the apostle saying, I can't wait to see you because when I look in your face and all you've done is just going to give me joy because of who you are. All right. And then he says that the children of the elect sister says, greet thee. Greet thee. Amen. Amen. Come on here. All right, God good? Good? Yes, yes, yes. Brother Isaac's going. See, I got a special friend here today, and I told him I want her to say something because her and her family, listen to me, 
drove all the way from Montana to have a church experience here. She used to be at the college I was at. That's Sarah. Come up, Park. Come on up here with me. You can come up here. Oh, you can stay from here. Either way, bring your whole family up here. Anybody drive that? I'm, I'm, you somebody special when somebody comes from Montana. Yes, yes. 